Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Well, we've done it. Episode 150 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared happens right now. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Hello, everybody. Hello. We are here. Episode 150. Yeah, we did it. We did it. To think this, we started started this back when we had a studio. We did it on, Megan and I were on that couch Mm-hmm. Christian, we had Christian on a little screen in front of us so we could see what mm-hmm. he was what he was doing. We had that uh Detective Pikachu plush that we brought uh I missed that possible. man. Oh no. my friend. Did, my friend did, did he survive the move to and here you know, we are the new uh, studio? Yeah. Uh maybe. You know. know what? We're not that actually is, quite sure. He may, still, he may still be in the old studio wondering if we uh we abandoned him. If we yeah, ever come home. We will wow. never come home. That's that just is, sad. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty. Now I'm sad. <laughs> We're not going to talk. About, we'll talk. We'll talk about that stuff later in the show. We'll do uh, reminiscing and and all that jazz later this week. Uh, a little bit of a spicy show. Some some drama. Mm, yes, yes. Some big, big drama. Like big uh, drama at a trading card uh, game event, and we have Pokemon Go news and and more fun stuff. And we're going to talk about. Uh, a possible really big hint at a new evolution coming. Yes. So this episode was made for me. Drama and Evie, two of my favorite things. <laughs> Can't wait. It's going to be a good one. If you're new to the show, uh, welcome. We do the show every Monday, once a week. Uh, you can watch us live if you want. You don't have to. It's not necessary. Twitch.tv forward slash comic book. Uh, we do it live noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, if you're interested there, um, by all means, feel free to feel free to jump in and, and join. We love uh, love that. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, the show covers uh, a bit of Pokemon uh, news stuff uh, happening in the the world of Pokemon. We cover, uh, you know, it basically if it's got Pokemon in its name or whatever, we're talking about it for sure. Yes. And mm-hmm. then at the very uh, we do then we do uh, a bit of a deeper dive discussion in the in the second half, and then a Pokemon fact of the week at the very end. You know, I will say for this week's Pokemon fact of the week, it's a little bit watered down only because this Pokemon I'm pretty sure has appeared in other Pokefacts of the week. So we, we oh. couldn't dig into like the, the, the good juicy one um, because I'm, 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 I'm almost positive. We talked about it at some point. Before, did, it, but- did it come up? It, it's because it's one of those tortured Pokemon facts that it probably came up or a hundred percent. Yes. Oh, okay. That's what I figured. Uh, anyway, let's get to the news and then uh, we'll get to the Pokemon fact of the week. Starting us off uh, Pokemon go 
has announced a new event. Yes, the Lush Jungle event is coming, and we are getting some uh, new Pokemon. Uh, so uh, the the big one is uh, uh, Fomantis and Lurantis uh, are coming to Pokemon Go. Those are the adorable Mantis Pokemon uh, that appeared in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, Tapu Lele is also making its debut, and we're getting Shiny Cottony. So mm-hmm. this all starts... Uh, later this month, uh, March, uh, when does this start? March 22nd. So tomorrow, later this okay. month. And by later this month, I mean in less than 24 <laughs> hours. Love For those that. of you who listened to the show on Wednesday, it happened yesterday. Yeah. Go get, get to playing. <laughs> it's like, man, later this month. Uh, I thought there was another thing that I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got my, I got the Lush Jungle and Festival of Colors event you know confused because you know festival of colors you know was last friday um so yeah that was the that was the um the bird where they made all the birds original exclusive i don't know if we talked about this by the way did did we know that the you know the the uh shoot i can't even think of the stupid pokemon's name um (laughs) uh i oh my god um uh give me a second i'm I'm, I'm looking it up I'm I'm like I'm I'm pulling the biggest blank right now. Um, comfy uh, or comfy or yeah, it's it's got to be comfy. Did we know that you know that's a region exclusive Pokemon too? Um, Is it really? Yeah, it's exclusive. Yeah. Apparently, it's exclusive to Hawaii. I totally missed that when all that was coming out. Like oh. I just saw that the other day. Like um, like I I somehow that like slipped by me. It's been a crazy couple of months. Um, so, you know, I, I totally miss that. Yeah, you have to travel to Hawaii. I mean, I guess um, it makes sense. I mean, Kof- Comfy basically looks like, you know, an Hawaiian land, oh, yeah. right? Just a chain yeah, of flowers. It, mm-hmm. so. it makes total sense. It just, That's actually know. one that I'm okay with. That one makes sense. Some of the other ones have been questionable yeah. at best. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh we've had some popular Pokemon like gated off. I'm I'm still mad, like still hot about Heracross. I have Heracross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you should, Heracross should be freely available to anybody at any time of the day. Well, especially because like Heracross has like has that bit of celebrity around him a little bit just because yeah. of mm-hmm. you know the the way the anime popularized him. I think that's uh it's about it in our Pokemon Go section. Let's get to the drama. Oh yeah, yeah. The, training the, card the drama, game drama. The tea is hot today. There's the multiple bits game. of drama that came out of uh so Pokemon uh we had our first like in one of our first in-person uh tournaments uh this this week. Uh it was Utah. Uh it was the Salt Lake uh regionals. And uh there's a bit of drama on both the uh, video game championship and the uh trading card game championship. Um, so apparently there was a video game championship player, you know, the VGC, as you know, it's referred to. Um, and he attempted to enter the venue without being fully vaccinated. Now, uh, Pokemon is still requiring full vaccinations yep. for the uh, for, for like if you want to even like watch the tournament, you have to be fully vaccinated. And so he tried to bribe an official 50 bucks. 50 whopping dollars so he could enter the tournament without being vaccinated. What and a he did that. bet. What a I know. Weak, it's like, what, well, the, I, what the weakest possible bribe? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, the cash prizes in the Pokemon tournaments aren't exactly much. You know, they're <laughs> not exactly rolling in the money here. 
Um, so he, he apparently tried to bribe him 50 bucks. And so he got escorted out by police because he tried to bribe an actual staff member. That wouldn't that probably would not even fill his gas tank. Oh, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> right. So it's not even like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll go fill my gas. Like, wouldn't even fill it. So it's like just just I mean, on. That is the weakest possible bribe. I mean, that is honestly, I, I'm just trying to envision what that exchange looked like in my head. <laughs> like, uh, what even? Yeah. And, well, yeah, no, the, but, he the, got but the, caught. He got caught because when after you showed your proof of vaccination, this is how serious Pokemon's taken this. Um, they you get a wristband once you yeah. prove you're vaccinated, and so he like snuck in. He legitimately snuck into the tournament without a wristband, and then he was like participating in stuff until someone noticed he uh, did not uh, did did not have a wristband. Excuse me, sir. Where's your wristband? Yeah, well, that's basically and, and that's not even. Not even like the the juicy drama bits at this thing because this is the one this is the one I'm ex- I'm excited to talk about. Yeah. So there was also in addition to this. Now I will say this: there's it's a little bit unclear how deliberate there was a top eight player in the trading card game tournament, and I won't name his name because you know I don't want to in case this all was just an unfortunate misunderstanding. Um, he he got kicked out as as they entered the top eight. Uh, you know, portion of it because they found that his cards were marked. So he sleeved his cards and um, he claims that the sleeves were brand new and it was just bad coincidence that the, like, you know, the sleeves basically, uh, I think it was his turbo energy cards. Got, uh, so hold on. So g- explain what sleeving. Okay. Uh, so yeah. sleeving your cards, um, you know, uh, most Pokemon trading card game and other trading card game people put their cards in sleeves, little sleeve protective sleeves. Um, you know, there's a few reasons. It's a lot easier. You can, um, uh, it protects the cards, obviously, from, you know, just your finger, grease, dirt, stuff like that. Also, it makes it a lot easier to uh, shuffle your cards. Um, so he allegedly, uh, according to the scuttlebutt, um, you know, got a new pack of sleeves and put his deck in. And they found, I believe it was his turbo energies, um, were all marked and they all had, you know, actually had little. Um, I believe they were either creased or something like that. They were, mm-hmm. you know, there was something clearly wrong. Now, whether this was just an innocent mistake, and that's what he claims. He claims that, you know, mm-hmm. it was Maybe just, they got uh, crunched or something. Yeah. And it just, you know, poor coincidence. But, you know, the judges determined that his sleeves were marked. And so he got kicked out of the tournament. And so, you know, he basically, you know, doesn't get credit for participating in the tournament. I don't think there's going to be any negative consequences. I mean, to be fair, like weird stuff happens. In these sure. tournaments, there, mm-hmm. it, there's the Pokemon company and the organizers of these tournaments are um, very stringent about certain rules, basically to prevent cheating. Because, you know, if you give mm. people an inch, they're going to take a mile. Um, and so, like, I've seen people get their like results disqualified because, like, for the video game tournament and for the trading card game tournament, you have to list your card, your, your deck list in advance and your your competitive team. So every single card has to be listed beforehand, basically to prevent you from like, I don't know, like adding extra cards to your deck, stuff like that. You know, so that way the judges don't have to go through, you know, every single round. And so if there's any discrepancies, like let's say you put the wrong ability down on a Pokemon and someone catches it, you're out. 
Um, yeah, VGC, like the VGC, it was specifically because, you know, you people would just go and instead of like obtaining their Pokemon legitimately, because that's how they want you to do it. They would just go and like hack and like Pokemon with perfect IVs and stuff like that. And like, to be fair, like, I think that, you know, when it comes to competitive Pokemon, um, you know, if we do ever get this like rumored Pokemon stadium, I think it ultimately would be a good thing. I would much rather see like, you know, the focus beyond the meta, whether like, cause there's a barrier to entry. Cause you have to put in dozens of hours, even with all the systems, like the bottle caps and stuff like that. And you, you can now switch abilities and all that jazz. Um, but it used to be, you have to put in like dozens upon dozens of hours to have like a mm-hmm. meta relevant team. Um, you know, some people just don't have the time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so they would hack in their Pokemon. And, uh, you know, so that, that used to be a real big problem. And so they're they're really stringent as a result. Um, so, yeah. So first in-person tournament in a while. I guess the, it was really well attended. Over a thousand people competed in the tournament. Mm. Um, but, you know, uh, drama, drama, drama. It's It's really interesting to see, like, how much conversation there was about this event. You know, I remember, you know, pre-COVID, you know, as somebody I'm who is more invested in like the VGC scene than the TCG, you like the discussion, like I would have to follow specific people to keep updated on what was happening at these competitions. And with this latest one, like it was everywhere on my timeline. It, <laughs> it, it was just so interesting to see how much that scene has grown you know, even within people's houses over the, the course of this pandemic. And now that things are slowly starting to become in person again, um, just to see how much conversation there was. It was really cool. I was like, man, it's so much easier to find out what's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I, I'm not I'm not super shocked that, you know, the kind of the interesting thing that came out of the VGC, because, you know, I have I kind of like stepped away from the VGC in like mm-hmm. a hot hot minute but you know i forgot just like how popular it's like zacian is like like basically like one it's like still like mm-hmm. one of the standout pokemon mm-hmm. um so i i think that zacian was in like the majority of the top eight teams uh incineroar was another one mm-hmm. um you, you know you you get your normal ones whimsicott and dd grimmsnarl uh, mm-hmm. growdon and charizard also you know were making a lot of appearances so, yeah, it's, uh, this is it's funny. Damon streams in the chat uh, brings up a very good point that Sword and Shield made the VGC accessibility so much better. And yes, that's, mm-hmm. and that's and that is even with Nintendo's awful online system. Yeah, no, the the oh, VGC Lord. has improved so much with Sword and Shield. Like, oh, it's yes. still it's still like a pain in the butt to like get a competitive team, but now it's like hour like it's hours instead of days sort of sort of thing like you know you still have to like go through the entire process um but oh man like i remember like the x and y and omega ruby and alpha sapphire days that just sucked i mean i I wouldn't even try like it was to the point that like i would be interested like all that time ago but there was no way also like i had all i can remember because i was you know living with my parents at the time is whatever router we had would not connect with any of my nintendo devices (laughs) and like i had to like buy like a special cable to try to hook it up it still didn't work 
We had like DSL. It was a whole issue. Uh, Sword and Shield has definitely been a major step up because I love, and I do still love watching competitive like pocket tournament. Um, but Sword and Shield has been really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it just gets me more excited for, um, you know, for for the new games when they come out because I think this it's going to be. Like, obviously you want it to be, you know, it's, it's going to be better with each new gen, but I think given all of the possibilities that Sword and Shield, you know, feels like it has unlocked, it feels like now, like, its ultimate potential is going to be um, just kind of unleashed, which, which feels fun. Hmm. So... All uh, right, let's get to uh, a new... Rare Pokemon card has been revealed. Mm-hmm. And it's not Charizard. It's and it's not. Charizard. I know. Everyone's shocked listening at this point. They're like, but well, I feel like this, I feel like this Pokemon though also gets a pretty fair share of rare-ish kind of cards. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let, so this is this is a this is an old retro card. So uh, for those of you, you know, obviously retro Pokemon cards, vintage Pokemon cards are all the rage um, to the point where like now, you know, like, yeah, you got your Charizards and stuff like that. But, um, you know, now people are like really like delving into like the history of the Pokemon trading card mm-hmm. game a bit. Um, so back when Pokemon Snap, the original Pokemon Snap came out, the Japanese magazine Koro Koro uh, did a promotion where basically you sent in your photos from Pokemon Snap. And if you had one of your Pokemon chose, uh, chosen, excuse me, um, you would receive 20 copies of your picture, on your the picture that you submitted on a Pokemon card. So these are snap cards. Yes, Damon Streams Koro Koro is still a thing. Oh, it's but back absolutely. in 1999, it was even more of a thing. Yeah. Um, so, oh my God, this cat. Um, so um, over time, these snap Pokemon cards, um, there were 10 made. Uh, most of them hit the market in some extent. Of course, only 20 of them were ever produced. Mm-hmm. Very highly sought after. Mm-hmm. One card never made it into like the open market. And that was Snap Magikarp. That was until January, where a single Snap Magikarp got auctioned off and it sold for like $132 or $136,000, I think was the final amount or the equivalent of that in yen. Um, it was authenticated and graded. And last week, um, a well-known Pokemon collector who has some sort of ties to, uh, you know, one of the, the grading companies um, actually showed off the Snap Magikarp, like, for the very first time in a video. And, you know, this marks, like, the very first time the Snap Magikarp has ever appeared. People just assumed that this card was lost. It's, it's literally mm-hmm. a lost Pokemon card that was, like, rediscovered back, you know, a couple months ago. And, like, now we, we've seen it. Like in the flesh, the proverbial flesh for the very first time. Like, you know, and of like, course it was Magikarp. Yeah, of course, you know. <laughs> um, but just it's it's just really really fascinating. And like the only other card that you know there was a Snap Articuno that there's only been one that was graded, um, and the other ones you know are are pretty like 
distributed. But this is like this is like wild stuff. I mean, it's literally it's a yeah. lost Pokemon card, like rediscovered yeah. after all these years. I mean, it's it's kind of it's uh the the Pokemon that were in this are I'm just looking at it, Bulbasaur, mm-hmm. um, Poliwag, Magikarp, Gyarados, Pikachu. The Pikachu card is flipping adorable. Yeah. Uh coughing, Charmander, Squirtle. Uh, Articuno and Chansey. No, the there funny was. thing is, I seen like the I saw somebody, somebody like has like their like life goal is to collect every polywog. Um, <laughs> oh, card, right? Me, polywag. What um, goal? And they got, and they have like thirteen of the twenty, and they're all great. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah, it's it's wild. Like, there's pictures of it that are like distributed online. You know, it's just like one of those like cool things. Like, I don't know, like the the. The historian oh, in me loves the story stuff. You know, it's just, it's cool. I mean, it's always great when when pieces of lost media very unexpectedly make their way back. I mean, like for me personally, I mean, like I'm a huge Doctor Who fan and like the whole history of like the lost Doctor Who media is something that like, I'm like weirdly obsessed with. <laughs> so <laughs> when we get pieces of like lost Pokemon, you know, history that, you know, I had no idea that this card was ever a thing. And then one pops up. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's cool to be able to see that. And it makes you wonder like what lost pieces of media are going to pop up in like 10 years. Um, yeah. It's weird. It looks you know, like the only, the one that it, is sure. the one that's most available on eBay right now is the Pikachu card. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sells anywhere from on the low end, $80 to high end $350. Wow. Um, I, I love these promo cards only because you assume there's a billion of these out there, right? Mm-hmm. But because they were promo cards, more often than not, they were thrown out, right? Mm-hmm. And so, or to find some in like really good condition is harder than is harder than you think. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of promo cards that like are are all over the place, right? Like the one I can think of, um, the the you know off the top of my head that I see everywhere is that ancient Mew card yeah. from oh, uh, yeah. from the movie. Um, I have like twenty of those, like oh, uh, yeah. right, like and like so you know you can get those you know for like ten bucks on eBay, right? And you know and that's sealed, right? And so. Um, uh, so like like there, yeah, yes, there are those promo cards that I think everyone was like, you know, oh, this is going to be the one I'm going to make money off of. But it's the other ones that come in like like um, I think for uh, some of the other ones that I know that are, are uh, harder to come by now are even the ones that came with the early build a bears. The uh, build a bear uh, gives you a trading card with their um, name or they don't. No, I don't think they do it anymore. But like the right. first like wave or so. Uh, they did, and uh, like those are those are hard to come by because you got to think of it, right? Like, yes, some collectors bought those, uh, bought those cards, uh, or sorry, b- bought those plushes and got and had the cards and whatever. But um, more or not, these are going to kids, and like parents are like, you know, you'll get the the paper that comes with it is is the receipt, the birth certificate, and then and probably the card, and I bet you all that stuff probably made it right into the trash before the, a kid even got. Uh, you know, the to play with the plush. Um, but uh, wow, Pika Trainer ninety nine, really making us all feel old here. I don't have the ancient Mew because I was literally a baby when the movie came out. Well, Pika Trainer ninety nine for fifteen dollars on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, so. I was like 
I think I was five when that movie came out. So basically it was me just like screaming at kids who went to see the film with me, like, give me your card. Yeah. Give it to me. I want your card. <laughs> They'd be like, sure, take it. And I'd be like, give it to oh, me. <laughs> I forget where it came from. There was a Venusaur one. Uh, promos, Black Star. Hold on, I need to I need to see what this one goes for. Uh, that that came out. Um, I think right. it was for. I can't remember what it was for. Oh yeah, here it is. Um, I can't remember what it was for. Hopefully, the description will tell me. But it's like one of my favorite Venusaur cards. Period. Are you talking about the one that a, just uses the game art. It, uh, yes, the one that uses the game art. But it's got like it was one of the first ones that had like really a really cool hollow design background. Like it actually had like like specific colors like for the ground and for the sky. It's like, like it's no joke. One of my favorite uh, one of my favorite cards. I'm gonna pull so it off. We'll, that we'll one was originally made for the Pokemon trading card game for the Game Boy Color. So that was oh, is that what it was? It was, was? The, that was mm. a card exclusive to the the game boy itself and so wizards eventually would go and uh, the english version of it uh was released when they produced the pokemon trading card game official nintendo's player guide mm-hmm. so um so, yeah and then uh what like, like another one just even recently I, I i could talk about promo cards all day because they're my favorite kind of like just like concept right um even just recently, Pokemon for the anniversary did a bunch of stuff with, I think it was Kellogg's, one of the cereal brands, where they <laughs> dumped a bunch of cards in the uh, in those boxes. And and again, another one where you just like, you know, probably got thrown out, probably got destroyed or, or whatever, right? But like, there's still probably plenty of them out there, but those are going to be ones, not necessarily like this Magikarp, but, you know, years later down the line are going to, you know, as less and less of them, uh, you know, are out there in the in the space. Maybe not now, because now everyone has all eyes. It was General Mills. That's right. Now everyone has all eyes on Pokemon cards. And so they're back to saving every single card they find um, so for the hope of, of breaking, breaking big. One of my favorite things about these, like the wizard black stars, like specifically is like yep. how like weak they all are. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like I remember getting one of those, like the Mewtwo's for the Mewtwo strikes back. And it was like yep. ugly art. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. There was like the, it was like the, who's that Pokemon uh, show art. No, no. It wasn't that right? one. There was another one that was made. You're thinking maybe it wasn't the one that, give me a second. I'll, I'm going to pull it up. Um, it was the, the Pokemon. The movie was like just like style was basically style guide art. Yeah, no, um, it had the Electabuzz that had that that weird gold stamp on it. All right, yeah, no, that was the movie one. I'm trying to find it now. Maybe it was Nintendo Power. I'm trying to find it. There's one that the art is just terrible looking, just terrible. Oh, it was the VHS slash DVD one. Um, oh, that's that's what it was, and so it's the same card. It's it's yeah. the same card, but like the one that I had, the art just is it's terrible. It's like the ugliest looking Mewtwo you've ever seen. So it was specifically yeah. made for the VHS release. And you know, it's like it's Mewtwo. It's like this this Pokemon literally can like beat up every other Pokemon. You you had a two-hour movie <laughs> in which it just <laughs> annihilates every Pokemon known to man. Yeah. Um, you know, like Oh, I remember it's like the one that kind of looks like um 
like bad uh it's like bad 90s comic art yeah like no i, I mean now stuff, i yeah. love it but i just oh, okay uh, hold up uh, richard ha- i sent richard the venusaur card to, to pull up so richard why don't you go ahead and and pull that up for for our viewers here um this this is like i said i love it so richard when you're ready there it is oh look at it just like that's a great that's a great looking card i like the two-tone the two-toned background that's what i mean that's what i was talking like that that two-toned foil background is just like it's just aces that card Um, sells for about as much as like a actual like venus r base set card does nowadays yeah uh, but maybe maybe we'll do maybe we'll do an episode or you know part of an episode talking through some of the uh uh black star promo uh cards because because there there are some there are some great ones like i remember um there's the uh there's a there's a dragonite there's a there's a few dragonite ones that are that are great um and uh and like that i mean look that's what one of my favorite cards uh ever that i like you know, I want it wasn't until celebrations that we got one was uh, the birthday Pikachu. Like I want, I, like I'm still on the hunt for a birthday Pikachu, uh, original one, not a not a remake. Oh but, man, I um, gotta hook you up. I think I have like several of them. But again, are you serious? Yeah, I like fleeced them from people. I remember specific. <laughs> I know I at least have three yeah. of them. I remember, okay, no, this is shady, but I remember I have three because there was a Pokemon tournament on my seventh birthday at Toys R Us and a bunch of my friends had happy birthday Pikachu cards. I was like, it's my birthday. Can I have your card? (laughs) They were like, yeah. So I just like kept collecting people's Pikachu cards and I think some of them wanted them back and I never did. And now I just have them. Man, that, that is almost as bad as the time that Jim went and like, you know, fleeced the Jonas Brothers out of Pokemon cards while dressed up as a Build-A-Bear or something wow. like that. Okay. <laughs> right. that, that, is right. a, that is a good headline right there. All right. Wow. Let's let's take a break because when we get back, uh, what I'm sure will be a lively discussion is uh, are we getting a new evolution and what should it be? All that and more when we're back in 60 seconds. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. Time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, 
for for those for those watching live, I would like to uh, we'll get it uh, started a little bit. Start putting your EV uh, wants, desires first, and then your predictions on what we'll actually get in the chat, and we'll go through them when we get to that point. But Christian, why and uh, Christian Megan, why are we talking about this today? Uh, Megan, do you do you want to take this one? I'm going to let you take this one because I'm going to have a lot of talking to do once we start arguing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In in a recent Pokemon Journeys anime episode, as we all know, Chloe has an Eevee. Uh, This is this is not exactly, you know, wild stuff that a main character has an Eevee Uh, dating back through the last, what, three series of Pokemon uh, animes. We've had a main character who has had an Eevee. Um, you know, Serena's evolved into a Sylveon. Uh, I believe Lana's evolved into a Vaporeon. And then we have Chloe's Eevee. Uh, so they had an entire episode about this, like, Eevee, who's her partner Pokemon, one of her partner Pokemon, along with the Amper. And they talk about how uh, this Eevee is a little bit different um, because it's Eevee, this Eevee's DNA is a little bit weirder than usual because it is not evolving when exposed to various evolutionary items. Now, there's a couple of possibilities for this. Uh, you know, the, the the obvious one, assuming that, you know, Pokemon Journeys is, you know, now now let's let's talk about a couple of things. Pokemon Journeys one is about Pokemon Sword and Shield. While it encompasses the entirety of the Pokemon franchise, it is still a Pokemon anime about Pokemon Sword and Shield. And there is a special Eevee in Pokemon Sword and Shield. There's a Gigantamax Eevee. Um, so they could just be talking about how this particular EV can Gigantamax, because I don't think mm-hmm. we've seen a Gigantamax EV in uh, Pokemon Journeys. So that that yeah. could all this could be. So, but the reality is, there's a new game coming out here in a few months. The Pokemon anime has revealed new Pokemon before the game comes out, mm-hmm. and so the speculation, and it's not unreasonable, I think. Is that you know this this new 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 this this could lead us to a new evolution is what uh Christian I believe was trying to say. Now that said, I think there is um it's Looking outside of you know the what we may get in the uh <laughs> the Mac Pokemon Company silenced offer, he was getting too close to the truth. Um, like, look, it's been a while, I, I, Megan. I don't think I n- can recall like what the last one was. Was it was it Espeon? No, right? Like, what mm-hmm. What was the Christian? No, Christian, what was the last? evolution we got oh sylveon sylveon right okay sylveon there it is yeah gen six. so uh so yeah so like so it's been a bit it's you know gen six and um and so i think the there are a few ways to to look at what this may be right just kind of like there is legitimately nothing not nothing we there's not nothing we know about the game but like as outside of the setting that's really all all we know, like story wise or whatever, you know, not that these evolutions tie to, to it, but like it's, um, you know, if, if trying to use those context clues, um, it, uh, you know, it I, I don't even know where we'd go now. A lot of folks in the chat 
calling for uh oh so we got a we got ghost type uh dragon type uh is the only special type left says calder um should we just go around the room and see who wants uh who who wants and then uh, we'll go from there. Who wants to go first? I mean, Megan, you are the EV expert. I know. Yes, I'm even wearing my EV headphones today. Your EV headphones. Would you like? Would you like to go first? Yes, I would because I mean, I've put. I think about this every day. <laughs> I think about what could EV do with its next evolution that would make me happy. Um, I, for the longest time, really wanted Fairy and Sylveon delivered in spades, absolutely crushed it. I want more than anything now, like a really emo Eevee, like not like Umbreon, like Umbreon, yeah, like dark, I understand. But like, I want a ghost, like, or a dragon type. Like I want that so bad. I do not think I can like properly explain. Uh, I have seen so much like fake Mon art, of a ghost type Eevee or of a dragon type Eevee that I think works really well. I think both of those types would uh, have interesting implications and tie-ins to kind of the um, region, like the Iberian Peninsula that we know that uh, Scarlet and Violet will be taking place in. Like, I think that would be so cool. I honestly think there's a decent chance of that happening. Um just given how popular those those typings are for the Pokemon franchise, um, they've gone through a lot of the the the, the basic ones and the, the popular typings for uh, the evolutions we have now. So I think that it's basically time that I get at minimum ghost. Uh, all I know is if they give me a bug type Eevee, I quit. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> like it, like it would have to be like, like a butterfly or something like that, like something like that, like maybe like flying Eevee or something like flying bug type. But if it's just like a pure bug Eevee, I'm going to like need some significant therapy. Give me an Eevee with compound eyes, no, please, proboscis and pincers. Six like legs. Four- <laughs> God, Six legs. And the Elden Ring Eevee. He doesn't have a tail. It's just a stinker. Like, that's the stuff of nightmares for me. I do not mind bug type Pokemon, honestly. And that's when it kind of like, the, 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 I mean, there's so many bug type Pokemon. Pokemon was inspired by bug catching. We know this. Uh, don't do that to Eevee. I beg. I beg and plead. Please give me instead little emo ghost Eevee. Like, that's what I want so much. Like, Casper the Friendly Ghost vibes, but Eevee. That's what I want. So, that's the energy I'm putting into this world. I would love ghost or dragon Eevee. I feel like that would work well with mythos, with the various mythos in the Iberian Peninsula, but we shall see. But if you had to pick one, you're going ghost. Oh, always going ghost. Straight Danny nope. Phantom. Always going ghost. <laughs> I wa- I mean, I've wanted a ghost Eevee since, you know, we had our original evolutions. You know, Vaporeon was my ride or die. And I always loved ghost Pokemon. So I always wanted ghost Eevee. And yeah. it's been many generations and many years. 
and I still don't have Ghost Eevee. So that's what I want. Also, it would give me a really great way. This is just a tangent. All of my holiday decorations in my house involve Pokemon, and they all involve some sort of Eevee. But Halloween is difficult. So if they gave me a Ghost Eevee, I would get so much good Halloween decorations. I so. mean, to be fair, they get a lot of they get do get a lot of mileage out of Umbreon during Halloween. Yeah, they do. But like at some point, like I don't do not get me wrong. I'm not an Umbreon hater. I love Umbreon and Espeon. They are both good, good little beans. But I love you know, the designs of Sylveon and I love the designs of Aporion and Leafeon because they have, you know, there's more texture, there's more complicated design choices to them that I feel mm-hmm. like are cute. Like, they're super cute. <laughs> I feel like Ghost Eevee would have that potential. Um, so yeah, we have, you know, you they can put like Umbreon in a witch's hat or something. Like, I guess that's cute. But give me Ghost. Give me Ghost. All right, Christian, which one do you want? I mean, before Megan went on a rant, I, I my <laughs> guess was it was going to be a dragon type EV because that's the only special type, you know, originally. So, you know, all the other EVs with the exception of Sylveon, um, you know, uh, back in the day, in the early days of Pokemon, uh, we had our physical types and our special types. And, you know, that was based, you know, that division was determined by what type of Pokemon uh, like the moves, you know, so you had your special type moves and your physical type moves. Um, so all the EVs um, are, you know, Pokemon with typing that, you know, coincides with a special type. The only the only special type that we haven't gotten is a dragon. Um, so, you know, my original bet was, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to get a dragon type. Um, however, now I 100 percent want like just a, the skittering horror uh, horror that is like Arachneon. Um, like, no! like, you know, like no! give me give no. me like a chitness eevee uh you know with you know that you know is like constantly like spitting out like web fluid and stuff like that like you know poison dripping out of its gaping maw um but it looks cute somehow it's like you, cute and like a, that's a, it. They'll find a way to make it cute. Oh, no, inevitably, at the end of the day, an, 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 an absolute like eldritch horror of an Eevee. <laughs> um, you know, steps away from HP Lovecraft stories. Walk away, <laughs> Hoffer. Give me, give me an Eevee that hangs upside down from walls. That just you uh, know, it stands there in the corner and then turns. You know, its neck arching at unusual angles. Um, like yes, the, uh, the but no, creature you're describing is a monster from Demon Slayer. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just making that clear. Tanjiro would slay that thing. Like Arachneon, Arachneon. Oh, that's even. Christian's like been playing too much Elden Ring, and then here, yeah, he's like way. Oh, no, I mean, come on. Like to be fair, I've got like a three foot tall statue of Cthulhu just off camera. Yeah, so this is fair. none of this stuff is like, you know, really surprising yeah. knowing me. But seriously, I think it's uh, if we get a new Eevee, I would say it would be dragon type. My mm-hmm. my dark horse for the record, I would love a flying type Eevee where its ears are wings. Mm-hmm. Um like you know like that this like like screams like some sort of like Final Fantasy uh, <laughs> type of creature. <laughs> You're, it's like, you know, you're very correct. <laughs> like, you know, we've just got these like big flapping eggs. So like Evie's kind of like hanging from there while its wings are like coming off of its freaking head. Like, you know, I would just, you know, I would love that too. Yeah. Um I uh I 
actually would like to see a fighting EV. That would be cute. That I, I will that's say better than you know the the trash you know that we. I mean, look, I think I, like, I would I I would also love a rock EV. There it but is. like yep. when I when I think when I think about it, I'm just like well, I don't. Yeah, like oh. no, no one wants a boring on. Um, okay. Stop, wow. Stop. <laughs> stop it. Wow. Like you can do. I mean, you can do a grim dark, uh, rock Eevee that you kind of make. You know, like a rock, like rock maybe fire Eevee. Um, I know. No, I know. You know. Monotypes though. So you I know. I know. I know. I know. Make it cooler. Um, so like a rock type EV, although, you know, you could have like that angular, you know how they have those like Pikachu, the, the Pikachu statues, which are all made using the angles and stuff like yep. that. Mm-hmm. You could, yep. you could totally have like an EV evolution. Yep. That's just that where it's like, like facet on or something like that. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I like the fighting EV. I wouldn't even know what yep. that would look like. Would I don't, like- I don't either. Um, I but, mean, like, buff. It would be very buff. Swollen. Bicepion. Bicepion. But like, but I think it, but I think like just even uh, looking at the types, right? Like taking the special types out of the, out of the equation. Um, fighting feels like it would be an interesting mix uh, to, to kind of, to throw in there. And because there aren't a lot of, great like fighting pokemon and i think it just like this is one that you can kind of add to i guess the pantheon of fighting pokemon and like you either have great fighting pokemon or you have lame as all heck fighting pokemon i i you know i would disagree with you because usually your opinions are wrong but actually i'm like pretty inclined on this one to you know there there are some real big clunkers in the fighting types like like, there are some great ones like you know when i think of fighting types i immediately think like lucario machamp both top-notch pokemon the problem is we also have stuff like sock and throw which are just right exactly that's mm-hmm. the oh man, those are there's there uh yeah, only because caller has sent me um uh to go look real quick on just some fake mon art out there. Uh there's one that's got an Eevee that's kinda you know got a Ryu headband um uh, going on there, and I'm like, oh man, now like that's what I want. I'm all about. I'm all about that. But there's also one that kind of turns Eevee into a kangaroo uh, in some sorts. And I'm just like, oh, that may be maybe too far. But now a lot of the ones I'm seeing all have like Eevee's arms, like all taped up, uh, you know, which are just um, uh, which are just awesome. Uh, Now, now more than ever, I think I need a uh, I need a fighting Eevee. We we really do not get a lot of fighting type Pokemon. I am like shocked. That's and what I mean. How, like relatively few, other than like fire type starters that we have, <laughs> like a ton of. Like there's there's some that are like secondaries, but when I look at like pure fighting types, there's really just not a lot. And so I'm just like, I'm sorry, I don't like the timber line. Like you know, mm-hmm. all those are just eh, throwing sock. Anything that comes out of Gen Five, apparently. Oh, you have. Uh, well, yeah, but now, now, now everyone's bringing up all the the basically half, you know, the half fighters, and like we're like talking about like pure fighting Pokemon. Yeah, like, like you know, are... like yeah, Halucha is great, like Heracross, yeah. great. Um, you know, uh, and and there's there's some like you know, yeah, some of the secondary ones are great, like you know, mm-hmm. but I'm just like I'm just like going through now. It's like I've just really, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like you, you I'm a little surprised that I haven't seen in chat or here. Uh, no one mentioned steel. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's just going to kind of look like Umbreon, but silver. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what my problem is. Like, I, I have a hard time, like, imagining what Gurdion looks like. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's like, what does it look like? A, you know, oh, it's it's a metal beam with like. But the other the other one outside of like, you know, with like Ghost that I feel like also is a pretty popular type amongst folks is poison. But again, mm-hmm. right, like, you know, poison is a more normal type than it is a, uh, you know, a special type. But that could also be an interesting one as well. Maybe mm-hmm. what they're going to do is they're going to do what they did with the Gen uh, 8 fossils. And instead of giving us a pure Eevee, oh, you know, we, we, you have to evolve them using two stones simultaneously. And so you oh, get one of like four combinations of like, you know, just horrifying Eevee, you know, like half poison, half bug, you know, or, you know, oh, no. like that, that's. Yeah, yeah. All I have to say is all of us have been beaten because in the chat, Alumac just said we for steel, we need Mecha Eevee, and it's going to be named Eevee like Eevee Angelion. Uh, And I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, but uh, that wins. I get in the Eevee Shinji. I would give up. I would give up my dreams of a ghost Eevee if I got Eevee Angelion. Like so quickly. You Wait a second. Understand. How are you coming after me for like Eldritch Horror Eevee? Where Eevee Angelion would be the most horrifying of all the Eevee. You think I care? I want I Mecha think- Eevee. I Wait. want Mecha Eevee. <laughs> That's what it- I want. <laughs> I freaking love it. Uh, oh, anyway, if we do get a dragon Eevee, I want a dragon Eevee that looks like a light fury from how to train your dragons, like all, mm-hmm. all white, you know, maybe, maybe with some wings and just like nice, big, cute dragon eyes and just like, oh, you know it would what, be adorable. You know what would be absolutely hilarious is if we get a dragon type Eevee that's actually just like a flying type, kind of like Charizard. Oh, that's absolutely mm-hmm. what it would be. <laughs> yeah. It would just look like a dragon, but it has literally nothing to do. Yeah. With it. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, there's our Eevee. There's our evolution discussion. Uh, that was a uh, uh, Bain has entered the chat. Happy 150. Thank you, buddy. We really, really appreciate it. Um, so uh, to recap, uh, Megan wants ghost. Christian uh, to buck all trends wants bug, uh, and I have opted for for fighting. Um, Let's see. Let's see what we get. If we get one, but it, I think inevitably it probably won't happen in the anime. I think we will just Correct. get Gigantamax Max. Yeah, but yes. if we do get one coming up in Violet and Scarlet, very real possibility. I know. It's, it's, it's one of those things where now I just got to imagine like there's a a, a, line, a sales line in the Pokemon Company's uh, headquarters that's just EV, that's just for EV merchandise, and so it just it like you know tracks it up and down, up and down. But there's that there is a line that if that line starts to dip under, they're like, oh no, time to fire up a new evolution. <laughs> so you know. In Disneyland, there's a running joke that um, anytime people get mad at Disney, like they trot out the, uh, you know, the Main Street Electrical Parade, which is like this beloved parade that, you know, (laughs) used to run all the time. And now it only comes out for special occasions. Like people were really mad at Disney 
like a few months ago over annual passes and like like clockwork like everyone was like ranting and raving and like disney tiktok just like yeah main street electrical parades coming back and it's like <laughs> like no you will not distract us with your like you know brightly colored floats sir we're still yeah. mad at you so evie's basically just the pokemon pacifier yeah. right Basically, good. Uh, all right, that. before uh, I, I want to, I want to talk a little bit of just reminisce a little bit. Then we got to get to Pokemon fact that we can get out of here. Uh, not terribly Pokemon uh, news, but it is breaking news, and I kind of just want to mention it here. Uh, we are getting more Witcher games, apparently. So uh, there you go, uh, there you go, gamers. Uh, more, more Witcher stuff for you. Congratulations. I'm, I'm really excited to for Witcher Four. Um, you know, Triss is the superior, you know, choice. You know, <laughs> FYI. Yen socks. Uh, that is, you know, it's a so. Uh, all right. So, uh, real quick, uh, if you if you have if you don't have one that comes to mind easily, we can just uh, move on past this. But do you guys have a favorite moment from the show? My favorite moment, Jim, is learning more about your incredibly colorful past. Those are moments, like, uh, but I'll I will accept it. Like you know, <laughs> just, just, just for the record, it. like it continuously delights me whenever i learn something new about you live on air like that <laughs> i think that's like my favorite part like I, I like you're 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 a pretty pretty interesting fellow jim but well, thanks you know, you know it, it always like cracks me up where it's just like it's some just like totally random like out of nowhere moment like you know it always just cracks me up and so we got <laughs> we get more of those through this podcast than i think anywhere else so it, it always brings a smile to my face oh well fantastic megan how about you i still think as an episode overall one of my favorites is when we were able to speak with the writers behind detective pikachu that was just such kind of an interesting conversation to to talk with the people who spearheaded bringing pokemon into kind of the the live action you know conversation that is still going on behind the scenes you know in in the entertainment industry so that i think is my overall most like favorite comprehensive thing i think probably my favorite individual moments that are littered throughout the podcasts uh 150 episodes are our impromptu uh pokemon podcast after dark moments where we just (laughs) really really just dig into the weirdly gory and sexual side of the pokemon franchise (laughs) that nintendo never ever intended for somebody to dig into but the three of us said you know what it's time it's time we have this conversation so i love all of those collective moments and i want nothing more then one day for another anniversary of this podcast to make just like a sizzle reel of those best <laughs> after dark moments. There's so one, of these, many. one of these days, now that we have like a dedicated like podcast producer, we should get like a Pokemon after dark theme song that we can like play as a, <laughs> almost like a warning. Like, you know, like, <laughs> a siren's please, call. Please mothers tell your child to fast forward five minutes. It would have to be like a weird, jazzy, yet seductive kind of song. <laughs> That's all I know. That's yep. all I know. Yep. I, uh, uh, it's, it's one of those, it, for me, um, I don't think I have laughed as hard as, as I have. And this is a recent one. But the fact that uh, Gibraltar came back up <laughs> almost... What feels like a hundred episodes later was truly one of those 
deep cut moments that had us dying the first time, had us dying even more the second time. But the fact that like folks in chat were like, oh, like pulled it, you know, a Steve. Oh, I got that reference uh, was just phenomenal. And, then, and to that point, I think it's it's been um the community here has been absolutely just so just so much fun. Uh, and, and we probably, uh, rely on them way, way more than, than we should as a professional podcast host. Like, you know, we go, Oh, what's that uh, thing? And then boom, seven uh, responses come up in chat. We're like, Oh, right. That one. So, <laughs> so thank you chat for always having our back. Thank you listeners, uh, for, uh, for leaving reviews. Uh, cause like I said, that's, that's what helped kind of get us on the map. Look there, we know there are plenty of other Pokemon podcasts you could be listening to, but the fact that you decide to, uh, spend time listening to ours will for, forever mean something, uh, forever mean something to me. All right, Christian Pokemon fact of the week. Let's do it. We're, we're talking about Corsola. So we've, we've talked about the, you know, horrifying, <laughs> you know, uh, Galarian, you know, Corsola and Cursola, you know, Cursola, it's Galarian variant of all form, which, by the way, like the, the strongest like social stands like the Pokemon company has like ever taken was with that Pokemon. It's like, yes, the coral reefs are being bleached and we're making a Pokemon about it. Absolutely love that. <laughs> um, so all of that aside, um, you know, let's let's talk about, you know, normal, happy Corsola. You know, that, that Pokemon, people love that Pokemon. Just a happy little rock, you know, kind of bobbling around until we got to the Alola region when they introduced, you know, its nemesis. And we found out that, you know, Corsola, as a defense mechanism, pops off, like literally breaks its horns off and chucks them away so that it doesn't get eaten by uh, uh, Mariani. You know, so, you know... That's just like horrifying. Like, you know, the, the poor Corsola, you know, all running around the Alola region with stumpy heads because they have to break it off, which I don't even know how that like works because they, I, you know, Corsola, you know, it doesn't even have like, you know, like it doesn't even have joints. So I'm not 100% sure how it's like breaking off things. Uh, okay. You know, it's, like, I, I don't know. It's like running, you know, goes and breaks its horns off of like rock walls. Or something like that. Like I, I got nothing. But you know, but, just, but hold on a second. What? Because now I have a question. Oh, oh. So you know when uh, you go to the beach and sometimes you will find you know uh, dead horseshoe crabs mm-hmm. um, out there. You know, just out on the beach, and then some folks, you know, will take them home and like use them as you know seaside decor. Mm-hmm. Do, does that happen with Corsola? Yes. Oh God! Confirmed. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. That like, absolutely. are there are are there uh, cabinet cases or dining room tables or bathrooms with Corsola just corpses uh, yes. on them uh, for for decoration? Oh, absolutely. At the minimum, they have just like weird horns scattered around as like seashells or something. Like, come on. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. Oh, it. I mean, like, I mean, in the the decks, like people say, like you know, the tips of the tips, uh, you know, people use or whatever. But I'm thinking, like, you know, oh, I'm sure if they can get a hole that, that you know, maybe you hollow out and stick a candle in, maybe. Oh yeah, nope. That <laughs> took it just like one step too far. Well, I mean, but yeah, I think that is true. I mean, it's I not like, like people don't ha- don't use coral for decoration, right? And coral are, is a living you, thing that inevitably dies and dries out and all that. 
does the same go for Crisola? Well, I guess, you know, but here's the thing, like, you know, like, are we assuming that like people like take like a little drill and like drill into the dead Corsola corpse, like, you know, to make the candle like maybe, maybe, maybe they just dry out. I, I mean, it's a rock. I mean, I'm sure they would. Let's be honest. I mean, honestly, like the people in the Pokemon world are monsters. I mean, well, I like- mean, it says <laughs> in like the 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 Dex entry for Soul Silver that there are communities of people, like full communities of people in the South Sea that build homes in their like neighborhood living areas on top of like communities of like Corsola. So like. There's those things like 11 pounds. They're not like very big. So imagine how many of those Pokemon that are like gathered together that these people live on top of them. They do not <laughs> care about these Pokemon. They would not hesitate to take its corpse and make it into a candy. <laughs> the next Pokemon Legends game is going to be like Pokemon Legends Rise of the Humans, where all it's going to be is talking about like the cultural shift from like, oh, no, Pokemon are terrifying creatures that will like disintegrate your body with hyper beams to like, no, we shall subjugate the Pokemon. They shall live in our balls and we shall use them as foundations for our homes. It's like, they, just- yeah. That yes, that's exactly I mean, so what that, that like begs the question though, right? Like, what what has to happen for a Corsola to turn into a Cursola? Uh, it Pollution. <laughs> it bleaches. What ha- first step is it gets bleached. So, you know, it gets exposed to pollution and then it reaches a high enough level with the lingering, like, you know, like spark of life remaining in its dying out shell of a body. Um, and then it becomes, you know, takes on an ectoplasmic form that rises up from its, you know, husk and curses you. It, it literally so then, so then is every, so then is every dead Corsola a Corsola? Only the ones apparently that live in England, which I is guess, just weird yeah, because, you know, <laughs> like, like not not 100 sure how that one happened maybe they're like you know what? here's the thing like maybe the pokemon company is like well you know what australia was once an english colony they have coral reefs let's go and like we really need to make a point about global warming corsola you're up anyways on that super positive note <laughs> happy 150 everyone global warming is coming for your corsola uh, I'd say I think I think uh, Tad's goes. What's the what's the next Pokemon you think that will go extinct and become a fossil? I'm just like, good lord, that Could would be. be absolutely hysterical. Just like as a sad, like sad. Well, didn't note. we? I, th- I feel like we did a Pokemon fact recently that said like one was very much on the brink of extinction. Oh, there's a few that was they, it like, Lapras one. Yeah, Lapras. Lapras. Wouldn't it be lit? It wouldn't be like kind of like sadly hilarious. I mean, Lapras would be fine because you know let's let's face it, Lapras is due for an overhaul anyways. I mean, we got we got the Gigantamax form, so that was something. We get get a ghost Lapras, like yeah, like let's go. No, let's get like a fossil Lapras. It's like yeah, this Lapras died off. Like I would like just a skeleton Lapras, like how you have like skeleton horses in Halloween. It's just literally (laughs) Lapras' skeleton. Make it. I am really impressed by just how dark you're going this episode. Yeah, <laughs> why, is, why not? <laughs> he is really tapping in 
to uh, you know what it is megan and i both got tickets to go see my chemical romance when they come to nashville <laughs> and so we're really i'm gonna be honest it. with you i have been listening to through tears for sweet revenge on repeat so <laughs> thank you for the venom is my theme song right now and it's just really influenced the way i see the world including yeah. pokemon yeah <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. We are well over what, what we normally do here. But again, we you know appreciate everyone for uh, taking the time, spending the time, as always, to listen every week. Um, if you want to uh, get involved uh, with the with the show, by all means, please leave us a leave us a review. I actually had some pulled up and then they disappeared. So hold, let me get them. Let me get it back real quick. I did want to read. Uh, one or two. Uh, well, of course, now they're not going to load up. Come on, load. Nope. Uh, <laughs> right. Other ways, to, other ways to support the show. Head on over to Spotify. Uh, Spotify is a great place to uh, to also. You can leave star reviews there. Um, and obviously, you know, we want to be able to, um, you know, spread spread the good word uh, for for what we do here. If you need to, oh, Apple is down right now, so don't go to Apple Podcasts. That's no, why uh, I can't pull up go. the reviews. Next week we'll talk about. We'll talk through some reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, but like I said, the way, like I said, the the support we've seen uh, from folks is is nothing but uh, you know nothing but heartwarming. So so thank you, thank you. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter at PokemonPodCB is the handle for the show. Uh, otherwise, you can uh, catch me at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at Megan Peters CB. Christian is at C Hoffer C Bus. We'll catch you same time, same place next week, folks. Have good shiny luck, unless you play Legends, because then you don't need it. We'll talk to you later. Thank you.